Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and we have what I think is going to be a really strong and powerful new series. It's probably going to be a two-parter, maybe even a three-parter, not sure yet. And you can probably hear the rumble of my dryer in the background. I try not to record when the dryer is going, but today it has to happen. So if you hear that humming, sorry about it, got to do laundry. You know what I mean? It's this yoga challenge, man. I'm telling you, I have to wash the the towel every single day. So more laundry happening over here than ever before, probably. But anyway, here's where we're going in the next couple or few episodes. Just a couple weeks ago, I shared two episodes on thyroid health. I shared that I was recently diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis and some other hormonal issues that are more linked to chronic and systemic inflammation. And I shared that Many thyroid issues are actually autoimmune issues first that turn into thyroid issues. And we tend to focus in many cases, not just with thyroid health, in many cases, we tend to focus on the downstream impact without first looking at, hey, what's going on with the immune system and how do we strengthen that? Because it's not just about the thyroid, although, yeah, when the immune system is impaired and it turns on the thyroid, we have a problem. But that happens with our joints. It happens throughout the body, not just in the thyroid. There are a million other ways that this can manifest. So I want to spend the next couple or few episodes talking about the link between our immune system and the foods we eat. How the foods we eat can either keep our immune system strong so that we don't ever have these downstream problems or so that we can overcome these downstream problems, right? I want to talk about food intolerances, how to know if you have them, If you have an allergy, chances are you know, but if you have an intolerance, you probably don't know. I didn't know. When we consume foods or toxins to which our body mounts a defense, even if it's not a strong defense like we see in somebody who goes into anaphylactic shock or breaks out in hives when they consume something that they're sensitive to, these little things that we don't even know that we take as normal the bloating, the acne, the joint pain. We think it's just kind of the way we've always been. No, it's our immune system mounting a response against a trigger. And that can and will lead to issues down the road. So there are lots of autoimmune issues that things that stem from consuming food, drink, 
toxins, consuming anything that aggravates your immune system. And these aggravating factors are going to be different for all of us, but are responsible for symptoms like food allergies or arthritis, headaches, asthma, eczema, acne. And it can go further into true disease, whether that's heart disease, whether that's arthritis, whether it's cancer, whether it's a thyroid disease or lupus. All of these things can, not always, but can be triggered by repeated exposure to something that we don't even know is a problem. We must heal and strengthen the immune system. There is so much we can do. Oftentimes we think, that these are just things that happen to us either because of our genetics or because of something beyond our control. And while sure, there are always factors beyond our control, what I wanna do is really introduce you to so many of the factors that are within our control that we are not taking advantage of. There is so much that you can do and I'm not suggesting that it's easy. But we can absolutely, without question, make meaningful changes and feel better no matter what's going on in a fairly short period of time, sometimes days or weeks. And guys, this has benefits for everybody, not just somebody who is in the swing of a health issue. We want to maintain the strength and integrity of our immune system so that we don't create downstream problems. So this stuff, this stuff we're gonna cover today and in the next episode or two, of course it's gonna be helpful if you're experiencing any autoimmune symptoms. It's also gonna be incredibly helpful if you're not. And the reason for that is because you are going to make your immune system stronger and more resilient so that you don't have to deal with these things down the road. Right? It's so true that it's easier to keep up than to catch up. It is easier to proactively take care of your immune system instead of trying to heal it later. And I am speaking from experience. Today's episode, I'm going to give you an immune system primer that is going to allow you to understand, I'm going to indulge my inner science geek, which you guys know I love to do. It's going to allow you to understand why food is such a huge part and a, a player in our immune response. And it's going to help you understand where food intolerances come from and understand how they can be reversed. You maybe weren't intolerant to something for most of your life, but you are now. And you think you aren't because you never were before, right? Or maybe you are intolerant to something now and you think you always will be, but no, you can overcome it. That's where we're going today, kind of the primer. And then in the next part, we're gonna dive deep into specific foods that are the most common triggers of this immune response, what they are, why they trigger this immune response, how we can figure out if we are sensitive or not, and how we can overcome and avoid those sensitivities. I totally understand that some of you might be reserved about this. You might not believe that what we eat can make such a big difference if we have autoimmune disease, right? Or maybe you think that you're not intolerant to anything, that just your eczema or your acne or your arthritis is just who you are. Today, I want to make the case that maybe you should start questioning some of those beliefs. Even if you're thinking, oh, it's in my genes, you know, this was my mom's situation and my grandmother's situation, it runs in my family. 
One thing I would ask you to do is go back to the episode I did way back when on epigenetics. Because yes, your genes are your genes. They are what they are. But your lifestyle, meaning what you eat, your stress level, your sleep, your exposure to toxins or lack thereof, those things determine the expression of your genes. They have the ability to turn on or turn off the signaling power of these genes to turn up the expression or turn down and even off the expression of genes that you have. It's like having a light, like a lamp or an overhead light. That might be your gene. The light is there, but you can turn it on or off, up or down, with your diet and lifestyle. That is just a very real thing. So I totally understand and respect that some people have a genetic predisposition to some of these things, whether it's autoimmune disease or it's allergies, I get it. While we cannot change our genes, we can absolutely significantly impact the expression of our genes. That is called epigenetics. And it's one of the major reasons why our dietary changes can make such a massive difference in our health and in the manifestation of disease or lack thereof. So hear me when I say that yes, your genetics might be a factor, but they're not a factor that you can't overcome. You can. Nutrition might be a factor, but it's not a factor that you can't overcome. You can. Your lifestyle might be a factor, whether that's stress or lack of sleep or toxic exposure, but it is not a factor that you can't overcome. You can. And the reality is that autoimmune conditions are on a rapid increase throughout the world and especially in the United States. And we have to ask why, what's going on? Why are we seeing so many more of these things? The primary reasons are we eat too much food, our food is low quality, we're chronically stressed out, we're not getting enough sleep, and this compounding of factors is creating disease as a result of our choices. Too much food, too much sugar, too many toxins, too much stress, not enough sleep, not enough quality nutrition. And when we address that, we can majorly improve our health. We've got to make some changes. Some of the warning signs that your immune system might be instigating an attack on your own body, and it could be mild, or it could be moderate, or you could be in a fairly severe situation. Some of those signs would be things like acne, acid reflux, anxiety, depression, GI issues, running the gamut from gas to bloating to diarrhea to constipation, infertility, joint pain, headaches. Now guys, I'm not saying all of these things mean that you have autoimmune disease, and I'm not even saying that all of these things mean that your immune system is out of whack, but they very well could. And it's important that we understand that these are a spectrum. If you have any of these symptoms every once in a while, that's not a great thing, but you probably don't have true autoimmune disease yet. But the more frequently you experience these symptoms, and there are some people that experience them every single day and they just think, oh, that's just life. No, it's not just life. That is your body saying, hey, 
something's not right. And when you don't do anything about it, when you don't change something, it gets worse and worse. When you allow your immune system to continuously respond to things to which it shouldn't be responding, act like things are invaders that aren't really invaders and you don't do anything about it because you just assume that it's the way that you are, it can and it will get worse. As the frequency and intensity of your symptoms increases, you're moving along the spectrum towards true autoimmune disease, right? And all of this is sort of a spectrum of inflammation because many of these things are closely linked to inflammation in the body. And when we have too much inflammation, that is a sign that these attacks are happening in the body. Your immune system's job is to protect you. And inflammation is part of the immune system's protective response. When inflammation gets out of control, we have an immune problem. When your body stops protecting you or is protecting you from things that it doesn't need to protect you from, we have a problem right? Your body will sort of trigger these false alarms and attack things it shouldn't. That's a problem. And conventional treatments like steroids are going to help to sort of quiet the immune system, help it from, uh, stop it from the over attack, control inflammation by just quieting things down a little bit. And I'm not here to suggest that there isn't a place for conventional treatments and prescription drugs. In fact, I think the opposite is true. There is a place for it. But we have to realize that it's a little bit pennywise and pound foolish to just say, hey, let's, let's, let's quiet the uh, inflammatory response here. Let's simmer down the immune system without ever saying, why is it fired up to begin with? Why is it over-responsive to begin with? What is going on? What are we introducing that it is responding this way to? We have to address those things. So I'm not discounting conventional treatment, but we have to look at the root. Why is this happening? And then we have to understand and implement the nutritional and lifestyle strategies that are going to get to the root. Let's say that you're on one of these prescription meds, right? That's there to stem your inflammation response, quiet or simmer down your immune system, but then you continue to eat a food every single day that's aggravating your immune response, well, that's crazy. We can and we should do better. We have to understand the factors that create this aggravation in the immune system and we have to address them. It's important before we start talking about these diet and lifestyle changes that are gonna make a difference, it's important that we understand a little bit more about how the immune system works. We've already established that its job is to protect you, but let's think about it in terms of something a little bit more concrete, a little bit more relatable. Let's say your objective is to keep your home safe. You understand that there are many different threats to your home. Say one of them is somebody coming in unannounced through the front door. There are other threats, flood, fire, gas, right? If you're wanting to protect your whole house, just like your immune system wants to protect your whole body, you have a different strategy for different threats. Having a ladder available to go out the window 
isn't going to protect you from every threat that your home faces, right? Just like having an alarm isn't going to protect you from every single threat that your home faces. But let's just say you're looking for a protective strategy for having somebody come in through the door unannounced. So you put a lock on the door. But the lock on the door doesn't protect everything. The lock on the door doesn't help your house, you know, not burn down. It doesn't have anything to do with um, a gas leak. It's an appropriate strategy for that appropriate risk, okay? And your immune system functions in a very similar way. It has a different response for different types of threats. And the way that this works is via antibodies, antibodies. I'm sure you've heard that. And in fact, I talked about it in uh, sharing my thyroid issues. My thyroid antibodies were elevated, which is indicative of the fact that my body is attacking my thyroid. It sees it as a bad guy, as an intruder, and my immune system is launching an attack against something that it shouldn't launch an attack against. So Let's understand what antibodies are. And this is really, really, really an important thing to understand before we dive into the food part of this. So an antibody is a protein that patrols for a particular threat. The antibody is a unique defense strategy for a unique threat. The antibody is the patrolman for this specific threat. And when the antibody detects that particular threat, it lets the rest of the immune system know. It's gonna identify the threat and then call in the immune system reinforcements, okay? So just like the lock on the door is a protective mechanism for that particular threat, there are different antibodies that go on patrol looking for different things. Now here's the little wrinkle here, the caveat that's part of why this food part comes into play with antibodies. Sometimes the antibody gets confused, right? It gets confused when something looks a lot like the threat the antibody is patrolling for. And it's not what it's patrolling for, but it thinks it is. It's a case of mistaken identity, right? And this is important to remember because it explains things like why gluten is such a problem for folks with thyroid issues. And it also explains why people who are sensitive to gluten are often sensitive to things that look to the body like gluten, but aren't gluten, okay? Now, different types of antibodies have different speeds and intensities of response. That's why some immune responses can kill you, like anaphylactic shock, right? That's your immune system triggering major inflammation, right? And you can see that people have their, their throat close off. The swelling is so extreme that they stop breathing. That is an extreme reaction of the immune system. So different antibodies work at different speeds and intensities, whereas other antibodies might be really slow to respond or have a much more moderate response, maybe swelling, maybe diarrhea. Some immune responses are immediate, right? You immediately feel itchy or get hives or you immediately feel your throat closing. And others, you might not feel for several hours or guys, even several days. Some immune responses are delayed and you might not feel them until days later, and that's why it can be so hard to trigger or to identify uh, food 
allergies or food intolerances because they don't always happen at the same time. The initial introduction of the irritant might not be met with an immediate reaction from the immune system. It might take a couple of days in some cases. And some immune responses last for minutes, some last for hours, some last for days or even weeks and months. Now there's a great book called The Autoimmune Solution. It's by Dr. Amy Myers. I'm gonna to link to it over in the show notes. She recommends four steps to heal from inflammation and eliminate autoimmune diseases. And I'm gonna go through these, I'm gonna take them in a lot more detail in the next episode. But when we talk about protecting the immune system and healing our body so that we can improve our response to things that are currently irritants to us, number one, heal your gut. I talked about why this was such an important part of my strategy. Number two, change your diet. Eliminate those things that are the common triggers, the common uh, intolerances or sensitivities. I'm gonna go through each one of those things in detail. Eliminate toxins. This can be in the air that we breathe, in the water that we drink, in products we put on our skin or on our body, so many things. And then heal any infections, dealing with stress, reducing emotional stress or physical stress that comes from injury or illness or infection. I want to talk about the gut for a second. This is so important. And again, this is part of the primer that will lay the foundation for when we talk about the specific foods, how to know if you have even a mild intolerance and what to do about it. I want to talk about the gut. And in the two-part thyroid episode that I just wrapped up recently, I talked about how I'm focusing primarily on my gut health because that is going to have the biggest impact on my immune system. And Hashimoto's thyroiditis is an immune issue. But what is the deal with the gut? Why is roughly 80% of our immune system in our GI tract? It's because most of the threats that come to our body come via our mouth. Most of the things that are going to hurt us, we are exposed to through our mouth. Food, drink, what we inhale, right? What we breathe. So the primary line of defense when the majority of the toxins that we are exposed to come in through the GI tract, the primary line of defense has to be within the GI tract. That is so the things that come in through our mouth don't hurt us. And the digestive tract, we're talking about the nose, the mouth, the throat, the stomach, the intestines, they are our most important defense mechanisms. You cannot have a strong immune system without a strong gut, period. I'm gonna say that again, because it's really important. You cannot have a strong immune system without a strong gut, you just can't. When we consume foods to which we are sensitive, either because we're making exceptions, like I know I'm sensitive to dairy. And for most of my life, especially the past few years, I've been like, oh, it's just this one little thing, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I've shared with you guys on the, on the podcast when I do the What I Ate Yesterday segment, whenever I say I had Greek yogurt, I'm like, I know, it doesn't love me back. I am triggering an immune response in my body every time I do that. So when we consume foods to which we are sensitive, either because we're like me and we're like, oh, whatever, Greek yogurt today, it's okay, or because we just don't know we're sensitive, 
we are creating inflammation. We are triggering this antibody fight and attack mode, and that will break down the lining of your gut, increasing your sensitivity to that trigger. Imagine doing this multiple times per day, every single day, which we do when either we're not taking good care of ourselves or when we don't know we're sensitive to something. And I know for me, consuming foods to which I was sensitive and didn't really know I was sensitive is a big part of the reason I developed these issues that I'm working through now. I didn't know I had developed a sensitivity to foods that I hadn't been sensitive to before. And this is not just about sugar and processed foods, guys. It certainly could be, but it could be eggs. It could be whey. It could be nuts or seeds. And I'm going to go through each one of those in the next episode. But this chronic triggering of an immune response from stress, from food, from toxins, probably all of the above, it will cause disease. It's just a matter of when, how long it will take, and what disease. Now, this inflammation that goes along with this overstimulated immune response is the starting point of pretty much every disease. Seriously, I'm not being an alarmist here, but when your immune system is always on the defense, when it's overstimulated and constantly triggered, it becomes trigger happy. It's so used to always being under attack that it sees everything as a threat whether it is or whether it's not. And I think we can relate to this, right? If you are always being criticized, everybody is always putting you down for what you do wrong, then you are more likely to overreact to something that wasn't intended as criticism because you're just in that mode of seeing everything as criticism. That happens in your body too. When it's constantly being triggered, by something that you eat on a regular basis or a toxin that you're exposed to on a regular basis or because the lining of your gut is impaired and so things are getting through that shouldn't and it's always on the defense, it's going to become auto uh, or it's going to become over responsive and it's going to attack basically everything. It's exhausted and it just sees everything as a threat, whether it is or whether it isn't. And this is the beginning of autoimmune disease. Guys, we can change this. We change it by decreasing the stress on the immune system. We decrease the stress on the immune system by identifying and reducing the factors that aggravate it so it simmers down a little bit, so it stops being so reactive. I'm not suggesting that prescription drugs are not a part of the equation for you. They might be. But no matter where you are in the spectrum, if you think everything's fine, but you're thinking, hmm, maybe this little nagging thing that I've just thought is who I am is really more about my immune system, and it likely is. Or if you're struggling with a thyroid issue, or if you're struggling with any autoimmune issue, or just any health issue you want to overcome, yeah, there might be a reason to turn to conventional treatments, but just blunting or muting your immune response, dialing it down without addressing the factors that are triggering it to begin with, guys, that's just crazy. 
We can do better. We should do better. We must decrease the stress on the immune system. Again, we do that by reducing the factors that aggravate the immune system. To do that, we have to know what those factors are, and then we have to eliminate them at least for as long as it takes to heal the immune system. Understand me, when we talk in the next episode about the common dietary triggers, things like sugar, caffeine, alcohol, gluten, dairy, unit nuts and seeds, when we talk about it, I don't want anybody to think, oh my gosh, what, I can't have eggs? When we eliminate these triggers, and our immune system simmers down and begins to heal, when we allow it to heal because we are not constantly triggering it and firing it up, when we heal the gut, we can eliminate these food sensitivities. We really can. Because one of the primary reasons for these problems is that we interrupt, we disrupt the integrity of our gut lining and so things get through but when we stop introducing these factors and the gut is allowed to heal and the immune system is allowed to relax a little bit you can find and it depends on the severity of the issue for you and how long it's been going on you can find that after a while of allowing your inflammatory response to die down your immune system to recover your gut to heal that you can introduce these things again and you don't have that same sensitivity to them. So this is not a forever thing, but you have to be willing to do the work to identify the triggers and to eliminate them for long enough for your body to heal. Now, that might not be the case for you. You might truly have an allergy to something and you just can't have it be part of your diet if you wanna feel your best and be as healthy as you can be. But oftentimes, these are learned responses from the body. These attacks are learned responses because of immune impairment. And when we allow the immune system and the gut to heal, we can reintroduce them without a problem. So in the next episode, I want to talk about these common triggers, why they are triggers, how to know if they're triggers for you, what you can get away with in terms of does it have to be a cold turkey elimination and for how long or can I see an improvement if I dial it back a little bit. We are going to dive into all of that and more in the next episode, but I wanted to lay the foundation linking why is the GI tract such a huge part of the immune system? How is our body learning to attack these things where this confusion comes from, and the downstream impact when we don't do anything about it, which is the initiation um, of disease. So let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday, and then in the next episode, we will dive into the things like eggs, dairy, nightshades, alcohol, gluten, sugar, you name it, nuts and seeds. What I ate yesterday, what did I eat yesterday? Uh, in the morning, I do believe that I had bacon. I had bacon in the morning and then I had, that's, that's all I had. I was running around and then I had some coconut butter and then I had the pea protein shake just with water, just plain. And then I was feeling a wee bit overwhelmed with just everything, not just food. 
And so I decided to take an hour and do some food prep. I'm not a big food prepper. I'm not one to like stock the fridge full of pre-made stuff because I just, I tend to enjoy preparing my meal at the end of the day. But I did some food prep yesterday just to make my life easier because I have a busy weekend coming up. I prepared some spaghetti squash, some broccoli soup, some chicken thighs with kale, a bunch of different things like that. And so dinner was spaghetti squash with some of the chicken with kale. The broccoli soup, I've been getting a lot of questions about it, people will say, how do you make broccoli soup without dairy? What I do is I take bone broth and I put it in the blender. And then I add to the blender garlic and steamed broccoli. And I just puree it and add salt. That's it. I find it delicious. If you don't, no big thing, right? If you prefer cheese or milk or whatever with your broccoli soup and dairy is not an allergen for you, fantastic. For me, it's quick, it's easy, and I really try and get in more bone broth, but I think it's kind of bland by itself. So I just take the bone broth, put it in the blender, add to the blender drained steamed broccoli and garlic. You can do with or without the garlic. You can do the garlic raw or roasted. I do it raw because it's quick and it's easier and the raw garlic doesn't bother me. And then you add salt and blend it, done. Broccoli soup, super, super fast and easy. So that is what I ate yesterday. I'm really looking forward to sharing this next episode with you. If you have questions, maybe I'll do a three-parter. So let me know what I can do to support you in your journey. Have a great day, guys. Are you ready? To move beyond listening and learning and really change your life, really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks, I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.